I thank God for you, my husband, and I, Rod Walker, and Melvine Walker. We welcome you to WM Ministries, where we believe in Jew and Gentile, being one in the Messiah, where the new creations is being revealed, where you can be new, where you can't forget the old ways of thinking and doing, where you can't step out and remain out of sin. This is, come on now. Where you can love. When you can turn your back on the things of temptation that would easily beset you. Oh, you have entered into a place of thanksgiving where you can take hold of all the goodness and power and authority of God that was done on the cross and through his death and his ascension. Through the life of Christ, you can do all things. It's not beyond you. It's not impossible. It's available. And you're new creation. You have a name that has never existed before. You have a greatness that has never been tapped into before. You have supernatural abilities that causes you to soar above the problems and things and situations of life. Above your old self, your old way of doing, your old way of behavior and thinking and interaction. You have a new life that's hidden in Christ Jesus. Take a hold. Walk therein. You have the strength. You have the ability. You have access to have a sound and sober making the wise decision responding in love in the moment of hate in the moment of pain in the moment of mis being misunderstood you have the ability to still walk in a sound and sober mind be the example to appoint and direct others how to live Welcome again to WM Ministries. Glory to God. Y'all may be seated in heavenly places. Hallelujah. Thank you, teacher. I love the way God has his expression in you. To see everybody, new people. We got new. Anybody new today? Just raise your hand. Never been here before. How you doing? How you doing? All right. How you doing? Welcome to Welcome Ministries, man. We are just the body of Christ. Amen. You should feel welcome. It shouldn't be feeling funny. You should be like, man, this is all right. I feel the spirit in here. See, that's, that's the thing. A lot of times we have church, but spirit ain't there. Okay, all right, all right. We got people in church and no one's convicted of sin. We, we got people in church and no one is preaching on sin. Just tell me something good, Pastor. Tell me I'm good. 
I want the truth. How about y'all? Do y'all want the truth? That's what the word of God is. We're supposed to be lovers of the truth. See, when we don't stick to the truth, see, this is how, um, teacher, we, we don't, what causes the body of Christ to fall? Because we don't know our doctrine. So if you don't know your doctrine, you're just kind of steeped in tradition. Not the doctrine of Christ. So this is how it's easy to be preached another Jesus. Holy Spirit convicts us. He don't stop you from sinning. If you can sin and you don't have any conviction, that means Holy Spirit's not there. Because he convicts us. Now you know that's not right. Now you know that's what the word of God said. You know, I know they hurt you, but the Bible says you're supposed to love them. That despitefully use you. It's, it's time for us, you know, as a pastor, my, my job is to make sure that you get in. That's, that's a whole, that I just, I love it. We can just come through the crowd. Y'all look good. You, my job is to make sure you get in. Look, not on your accord, what you think. It's what God says. Now, that's where the problem is, is how come it's, it's so hard for us to understand what God says? We, we keep going on what I feel and what I believe. That doesn't get you in. And because you come to church doesn't mean you're getting in. And see, nobody want to, the church don't want to talk about this. We got to talk about some things today. My job as a shepherd is to make sure that I feed you with wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. And he said that you need a pastor. He said, I'm going to give you pastors. I know, meaning you can't just choose. He said, I'm going to do it. Why don't we just let God do it? Because hmm. everywhere you go, don't mean that just because you go to, don't mean that's your pastor. out who he is. It's not the church I go. You're the church. You're the ecclesia. Ecclesia just means the called out one. The church means the called out one. Right? So it's not about where I go to church. Because you are the church. And with all thy getting. Get an understanding. Preach to, preach to, but nobody's teaching you. Jesus said, come and learn of me. This is what he said. Well, then I will have to know his doctrine. His doctrine, he said, you can't lay another foundation down. Once that foundation has been laid, you cannot lay another foundation down. Y'all, y'all ready? Y'all come to learn? We're a teaching ministry. 
Um, I got, I got, you know, Holy Spirit. I just love him. He just tells you what to do. I like that. He, that that's nice right there. I like that. I got a couple questions I want to ask y'all before I get going in the teaching. Y'all all right? Okay. Y'all can see me. I'm short. All right. Here we go. We're going to make sure. I'm standing as tall as I can. All right. Here's a question. What if today is the last time that we could gather like this? That's, that's, that's. That's probable. What if today is the last Sunday that we get to meet and you here today hearing the truth? Look at God's grace. Because we do serve a just God. If it was, How is your heart today? Mm-hmm. Would you get in? Remember, he said, <laughs> I never knew you. Wait a minute, Lord. Didn't we cast out demons? Didn't we prophesy in your name? Didn't we do these mighty works in your name? He said, I never knew you. You can use his name. But do you know him? See, that's the thing. You need to stop and think about that. That changes the way you interact with people. Everybody saved in here. Maybe, maybe not. Hmm. I got another question. What if he called you home tonight? What if you got the call tonight that you're coming home? Because this is not your home. That's the problem. A lot of us make earth our home. That's not your home. What would you do if he called you home tonight? How was your heart? How was your heart towards your brother, your sister, your mother, your father, your whoever? How was your heart? Oh, God, he... He understands my heart. He understands. Yeah, he so do. How is your heart at this very moment? Because we are notorious as believers for unforgiveness. How are you? I'm teaching. I'm going to get to the team, but I'm, I'm, this is how Holy Spirit, he said, ask them this. You got a lot of theologians, but no spirit. You got people who can exegete the word all over, but no spirit. Void of the Ruach HaKodesh. When you go to church, it really matters. Life and death. 
Pastor, what are you preaching to me? Are you preaching me, you know, secular humanism? What are you preaching to me? Because we have a lot of teachers that are, are teaching, um, and we don't even realize that they're teaching you new age stuff. See, that's, oh my God, I can't. See, when you come out of that stuff, it's easy to identify. See, and then when you, as a Christian, you come out of stuff like that, Masons and all that stuff, you know. Freemasonry, you know, you come out of that. See, when you're a believer, when you come in there, you have to break that curse off of you. But the pastor don't know because he, he afraid. He has no understanding of that world that you were in. There's so much witchcraft in the body of Christ. But it's disguised as the word. Mm. Oh, oh, I got you now, but I just need y'all to know, what are you preaching to me, pastor? Is it the word? Or is it just your emotions? The Bible said that you in the pew would have itching ears. And the Bible said that me as a pastor would, would start teaching fables. To you. That's in Timothy. You need to know. Would you get in right now? Ain't that what this is all about? Ain't this why you gave up your life? Ain't this what it's all about so you can get in? Not that you would do all this and don't get in. That's what we taught last week in Luke 14. When you first come to Christ, it says consider, count the cost. Before you say, I receive you as my Lord and Savior. He said, wait a minute, count the cost. Before you ask. Because you're going to have to do something. And you're going to have to die to self. Okay. That's good already, ain't it? go to church and they don't provoke you to think you gotta clear out all the mess so I can hear what the word of God is saying to me no deliverance services no more in churches it's all happy church No one has to be confronted with themselves. No one is confronted to change. You go to a church and it don't provoke you thinking. You don't feel convicted. The Holy Spirit not there. Prophesy to me. Prophesy. Prophesy. I'm going to help y'all with prophecy too. Why most of them don't come to pass. One, when you get a word prophetic, you don't know how to war over that word. Two, you forget that you have a part to play in that word. You just want to just give it to me. All right. Y'all all right? 
It's called love. Real quick before we get going, put Proverbs 12 up there. Just in case. New Living Translation, if you might, or if you will. Everybody all right? I'm feeling good, man. <laughs> I'm feeling good. Man. I mean, is anybody excited about who you represent? I represent the king. See, we don't, it's our mindset about what we're doing here today. In the earth. I didn't say I'm God. See, that's what New East tells you. It, you're God. I know can hear the scripture. Didn't the Bible say didn't you, you like God? See, you, you only understand what he was saying. We just get it all mixed up. You be like God. But you're not God. You're creating his image and his likeness. Likeness means how he functions. Amen? Jesus, my God. Listen. Satan didn't say he wanted to be God. Satan said, I want to be like God. You read See, we read, we just let people tell you that. Read it for yourself. He wanted his own kingdom. He knew he can't touch God. That's why I would be like God. My throne. I want my, I want my own government. And he got it. It's called the kingdom of darkness. I'm going to show you how he got that. They can't do it right today. I'll show you how the transfer happened. But right now, read that scripture for me, man of God. Use the NLT one, Bert. Yes, sir. This is Proverbs chapter 12 and verse 1. The scripture reads, to learn, you must love discipline. It is stupid to hate correction. It is good. See, every once in a while, you got to run this back so people don't forget that discipline is love. When you discipline your child, don't you love them? I mean, unless you, you know, on the other you know, scale of that, then abuse. Do y'all see that? So we come to learn today, right? And the word of God says you must love Discipline. See, but first we, we think discipline is, is discipline. No, discipline is diligence. Yeah. See, we've been taught all around our mind set about discipline. What is a disciple? He is a disciplined follower of Christ. And he's saying to do this, you must love discipline. It's stupid to hate correction. 
foolish folly. All right. Y'all all right? All right. This is just my side note. That okay. Church, watch this. This is what he said to me today. You know, you're sitting there like, what do you want? What do you want? I already gave you that two weeks ago because you're going to teach it today. But he said, this is what I want you to say today. He said, church, as believers, we can't let, watch this, this is what he said. We can't let the world divide us. It's an issue. You, he's, this is what he's saying. He's saying the church, he said, you, church, as believers, you can't let the world, listen to that, divide us. It's an issue of our faith. So all that's happening in the world. I want to help y'all. I want to help y'all. Now, Pastor, see what's coming. That's why he's up on the high part so he can see where we're going. So I'm trying to help us to see where we're going. See, church as usual in in the context post-COVID or pre-COVID, should I say. There was a shift in the spirit about how you are to behave. I know, but God, he would send plagues. He will allow, I didn't say he sent it. He would, he would allow certain things, like a lion spirit to come to you. See, if your heart is hardened, he'll allow your heart to continue to be hardened. Like Pharaoh. Y'all okay? All right. Okay. Here we go. Y'all say, I want to learn. Say it doesn't mean like you really mean it. Lord, I want to learn. Okay. Now, God will answer that. Mm. Amen. Watch this. He said, He's saying he's he's telling us something. This see the church can't we can't operate the same way we've been operating as believers. Because Maranatha, he's coming. And he wants to make sure that his church is right. And they know and understand what real doctrine is, not dogma. But doctrine. Say, I'm coming out. out. Say, I'm coming out. out. All right. See, if you can't say it, you're going to stay right there where you at. Because everything in the kingdom is voice activated. (sighs) You're not going to hear me say, touch your neighbor, because you don't get nothing out of that. You should be paying attention. So I'm not telling you. Did you hear what he said? Amen. (laughs) All right. All right. Okay. There you go. All right. This division would destroy the body. This is what he's saying. There's going to be so many things, y'all, coming, coming to us. Why? Why? Why is it coming our way? Well, first, the Bible tells us that. I don't think that the church realized that we are actually in the end of days. 
And it's sad that ministers are not telling y'all this. Hmm. Okay. All right. I ain't worrying about what Fox News and, and all these other news are, are saying. I can tap into the kingdom. And the Holy Spirit can give me a download of what I really need. Not fake news. Not an agenda. Not a narrative. Because that's all the news does. It gives you a narrative. But it don't give you truth. You want truth? Go into your prayer closet. And God will give you a download. is to prepare us. We are just like the Hebrews. We're on our way to what? Heaven, right? That's what you're on. You're on your way to heaven, to Shemayim. Well, before they got out of, they had to leave bondage first. They had to leave Egypt. So on their exodus, and when you get saved, that's your exodus. So now you need your pastor. You need a shepherd to guide you through the wilderness. You need a pastor that understand your wilderness journey. I know what it's like to be divorced. I know what it's like to be in a blended family. I know what it's like to be addicted. So you got to have a pastor that understand and design for your wilderness journey. You got one that ain't been in the wilderness. How in the heck is he going to know where to go? Y'all forget Moses, Moshe, spent 40 years in the wilderness. He knew. He knew. He grew up in the house of Pharaoh where all spiritual, witchcraft, supernatural, was. he saw this on a daily basis. Man. So you see it in the world today. Oh, they're coming out now. Oh, the witches is coming. It's all coming. It's because Bible said in Matthew chapter 24, as it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be in the second coming of the Son of Man. Well, ain't that's where we're at. That's why you see a rising up of paganism. Watch this in the church. All right. <sighs> okay, I'm, I'm gonna get there. We're gonna get there. We're gonna get there. We're gonna get there. Okay. He said this division would destroy the body. All right. But you have to be prepared. You know, Christ. Uh, we must be at this point as the body of Christ. There should be a unification of believers. Not a division, not dividing. Who'd you vote for? Who'd you vote for? And your left wing, white wing? I told y'all, them wings are on the same bird going the same direction. That left wing and that right wing, that red and that blue, it's on the same, it's attached to the same bird and it's going the same direction. You just deceived. Oh my God. Okay, here we go. Woo! All right. <laughs> Watch this. He said this. He said, this is what the Lord said. The church has to be ready. For the supernatural component, watch this, of the end days. And we're not. We, we don't. We, you know, one of the greatest gifts that you should ask for, and as a believer, what you should have is discernment. You should have discernment. To test and try, is this of God? Test what I'm saying if it's of God. You should be able to have that. We interact here. We talk back. Say that. 
pastor. Say that. Amen. He said we have to get ready for the supernatural component in the end days. We're going to be dealing with things on multiple fronts. I mean, we can barely, you see what happened now? You got the COVID, then you got the storm out there in Texas. It's more than one thing. So he said, we're going to have to be ready, unified as a body to handle what's coming. And Luke, he said, men's hearts are going to faint for the things that are coming upon the earth. Perplexity of nations. It's, it's going to be so many things. See, but the church ain't ready. We're still trying to love each other. We're still arguing over, do I speak in tongue or I don't? We're still arguing on, you know, do I forgive or I don't? The whole church was built on forgiveness. You got into salvation because of forgiveness. He said, if you don't, I can't. Nobody. Just sitting in the pews for 30 years and having art against your mama or daddy or whoever. Most people leave church, 99% of church, people leave church because of what? Offense. Nobody go to, like the Bible said, go to your brother. It didn't say broadcast it all over. It said go to that person. And if you don't understand, take some witnesses with you. That's what he said. Church, we're not functioning. We're not functioning in the body of Christ like we are supposed to. Because our doctrine is off. I'm trying to make sure that's what a shepherd is supposed to do. Woo! And we are deceived. That's what. Woo, my God. Oh, I got some stuff for y'all. This is just the appetite. This is just the opening. Hold on. All right. Watch this. He said, as Christians, this is supposed to be our time. No, no, we ain't nobody. I mean, real, real believers. We cowering in the corner. At this time, when all hell is breaking loose, right now, just your homes should be the epicenter. Your homes, the peace in your home should be the start. Oh, watch this. Then, oh, I ain't, but the peace within you. Start with that. Mm -mm. This is supposed to be our time. Listen, our defining moment. Where our faith is tested, teacher, and tried. Mm -mm -mm. Oh, my God. Stand on our faith in God. Jesus, listen, and the word. See, this, this, this is what we're not doing. We're arguing. We're fighting. We're bitter. This is supposed to be our defining moment. Oh, man. <laughs> see, 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 this is, what we, this is what we're missing in the body of Christ. We're, we're missing our defining moment. We, we're... We're, you know why? No, we're in darkness. We're in darkness. It's supposed to be our defining moment as believers. We show law. We show law. This is what he said. This, I'm telling you what, this is what he wrote. Told me to tell y'all. People of God. We have to become, watch this teacher, 
authentic. Happy, you with me? We have to be authentic. I am. He said, people of God, this is what God is saying. See, everybody, he ain't saying nothing about no new house, no car, you're getting a job. He ain't saying nothing about that. That's not what he's talking about because you can't take none of that with you. And most of us won't even give it away if he gave it to us. So you can get it on your own. I got something for you on that too. I got a word for you. Oh, no, a true word. I ain't talking about no made up. Make you feel good. All right. He said we have to become authentic. Watch this. He said despite what we are going through. Despite what you're going through, you still got to remain authentic. All right. Okay. Hold, hold on. Hold on. Mm -mm. He said what you are going through, because you're all going through something. The way you're handling should prove that you are authentic. I ain't got no claps on this side. Is that all right? <laughs> Give me this one clap. I mean, something over there. Come on, David. You with me? <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Y'all with me? Okay. This is the time of the testing and trying of your faith to see if it's authentic. See, people stand in their homes and they fight and they argue and they ready to kill each other. I'm talking about believers because the world going to do what it does. The world going to do what it does. Mm. But what you're going through should, listen, bona fide that you are an authentic believer. How you're handling, the way you're handling, the way you're hearing it. How can they accept this preach to you, right? That's what I'm doing. And he said, touch your neighbor one time. <laughs> he said, the world needs to see your light. And if you don't stand up with integrity and truth in the spirit, there's no hope. The body, listen, the problem is that the body of Christ is having is that they can't see our light. Do y'all hear me? That's it. Amen. That's what the problem is with the world. They can't see our light. Because he said, you are the light of the world now, right? Don't take your light and put it under the bushel, under the bed, right? Put it on the top of the table so everybody can see it in plain sight. That's your life. That's your life. That's your life. Man. Okay.
And if they can't see our light, they will remain hopeless. Remember, Christ is still in the business of salvation, of saving lives, even in this COVID-19 era. This is just the beginning. If we're losing our faith now, he said, you won't be ready. I've been telling y'all for years to gather food, to get water. Oh, pastor, we're going to be raptured out of here. The wrath of God. We're not appointed to the wrath of God. Yeah, but you know what? The Hebrews were still in the land of Goshen when all ten plagues were manifested. That's just the, that's the side note. That's the side note. That's the side note. We, we got we to gotta get ready. We got to span our capacity to handle the word of God, to be in the presence of God. Uh, hurry up, Pastor. I got 10. Uh, that's it. All I'm going to give you. How we serve? How we serve? Uh, mm, I just, y'all got it. Oh. I mean, eternity is the absence of time. You either have it in the light or the darkness. So it would behoove us to get accustomed to being in the presence of God and hearing the word of God. Amen? Amen. All right. Look at the teaching of the soul. Amen. Look at that right there. That is what I'm talking about. Train them up in the way that they should go, which implies you know the way. You can't train them and you don't know the way. He said, my seed shall be mighty in the earth. Amen. All right. Y'all all right? All right. Come on, y'all. Tighten up. Be ready. Don't fade on me now. I just got started. All right. Y'all all right? All right. All right. All right. All right. Okay. <laughs> so this would be the continuation of what we were talking about diligence is and what that truly means in our walk with God, right? Told you to count up the cost before you say I do. You know, like when you get married, count the cost before I say I do. Let me see, he mean now. Hmm. But he got green eyes. He mean now though. Let me see. I mean, you know, maybe I can just look over that. Mm. Woo! Don't do it without Holy Spirit. Okay. All right. Diligence is this, is what I told y'all last week. Diligent is this. It's the quality of being productive. Diligent. And the Bible tells us to be Diligent. The quality of being or the product of being diligent is the product of being product productive. Diligent is the quality of being, watch this, strategic. Diligent is the quality of being resilient, of being unbending. Listen, a refusal to bow out. Diligent is quality of endurance. Woo, is that in your character when you're serving God? I want to give you a little bit. 
Well, if you only give him a little bit, that's all you can have of him. Hmm. Okay. So that's what we, we talked about it last week. That teaching out, we lay down our life because we're diligent. Amen. All right. And I told you, diligent don't mean that you work hard. That's not diligent. Strategic means that you're planning. When you start a business, you need to plan and consider every aspect. How long do I want to be doing this? What is the, what is the, you know, the capital that I need? What is it for? So you have to be planning. You have to be strategic. When you pray, you have to be strategic as intercessors. You can never be an intercessor if your heart is tainted. Watch this. Because an intercessor is supposed to pray the heart of God. So the enemy comes to you with what? Your heart. He's just a mirror. Duality. He's just a copier. You know, just like this virus. What does it do? It copies itself. It makes replicas of itself. But it needs a host. It needs a host. And they got y'all all fearful. It's the variant strain. It's the Mongolian strain. It's the whatever. That just simply means that it's dying out. And it makes itself more adaptable, easily more contagious. Because it wants to live. It wants to survive. Even though a virus is not a living organism. See, the, the wisdom of God is, is everywhere. It's all you need. It's, it's duplicating. It's trying to do what you're supposed to do. Oh, I could just tell y'all. I could, ooh, I got like a mystery I want to unveil, but I better hold it. I'm going to hold it. Yep. Keep your attention. I have to release when God say release, I release it. All right. Y'all ready? Trying to get y'all to love each other. Trying to get us to do that. That's a mystery scene like in its own self. Mm. Okay, hold on. <laughs> y'all all right? Okay, let me get back to my, my note here. My remarkable. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Hmm. I told you, Tisa and I have made a non-negotiable sacrifice. And that's where we were ended up last week about sacrifice. Talk about diligence. Next level of diligence is sacrifice. We did diligence. Um, we did, um, now we're doing um, sacrifice, okay? All right, so we're going to talk about sacrifice here. We've made that choice, um, a non-negotiable. See, can't negotiate a sacrifice. Uh, we made a non-negotiable sacrifice to the will of the Father to advance the kingdom of our Lord with our lives. Mm. Mm. So should, okay. We made that decision with our Lord. Listen, together we made that. See, our covenant is, is 
bigger than just, you know, my wedding vow. My covenant is with God. Okay? Listen to this. Wow. And listen, and it's not apart from each other. See, the marriage is, is so big in understanding how God and the kingdom works. The marriage. You know, the thing that we, for some reason, find it hard to fill in the blank. All right. But I got an answer for you. I got an answer for you. All right. Hold on. Here we go. All right. <laughs> our minds, teacher and I, are always focused on his will. Even while we are sleeping. And y'all are working. Okay, I'm a spirit. My spirit never sleeps. I'm not my body. It gets tired, but I'm a spirit. Man is a spirit. Mm. Okay. Mm -mm. People of God, no matter what God has given you, the sacrifice dimension of success is something you must come to terms with. That it will cost you everything. See, we, 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 we came to God like that. We have not come to Christ like that. <laughs> it will cost you that. We are a generation that likes comfort. Yeah, we are. Mm-hmm. We like it too much. We're a generation that likes pleasure too much. We are a generation that is so adverse to sacrifice. I mean, how are we going to really serve God? And then he said to serve him, you must suffer with him. We want to ride and reign with him, but we don't want to suffer with him. No, you don't. No, you don't. You want it easy. You want it on your terms. How's that working out? Yeah. Okay. Y'all all right? Okay. <laughs> we make coming to church an issue of sacrifice. Oh, my God. I just want to run all the way around. We make coming to church an issue of sacrifice. It's not. Yeah, we're not ready. We, we make, think about that as, as a believer, as a, as a believer in Jesus, Yeshua, is that we make coming here. We say this is a sacrifice. Hmm. It's, it's COVID-19, and it's, I want to make a sacrifice and coming. It's not because of COVID-19. It's not. Yeah. 
It's because our hearts toward God. Himself. That's what the issue is. It's your heart. Towards God. Sacrifice to come fellowship. Okay, hold on. The moment we have to constrain ourselves just a little, we complain and murmur. You know why? Because you still have not died to self. Y'all all right? Y'all yeah. quiet because y'all listening? Y'all yeah. right. growing? Not growing, say raise your hands and tell me if you ain't growing. <laughs> you always get a kid be like, wait a minute. I saw, they didn't think I saw him, but I saw him back there. See that? Put your hand down. Okay. <laughs> okay, y'all. That's good. That's really good. All right. Watch this. It's as simple as this. The things we want from God, and you do, and the things God wants to do for you, and he does, <laughs> watch this, teacher, they are birthed out of sacrifice. It ain't God. It ain't him. The things he wants to do you for you are birth out of sacrifice. Wait a minute. I mean, we got some mothers in here that went through birth, and that's a process of pain, ain't it? Epidural or not. See, 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 it's the same thing. It, it, it has to be birth out of you. We keep having these breaches. I mean, all kind of stuff going on. Mm-mm-mm. People, it takes sacrifice, the inner price of dying to self. Oh, man, this is so, all right. Young people, I ain't forgot y'all. Listen to me. <laughs> I got your attention. Young doesn't mean being undisciplined and careless. Oh, they just teenagers. No, not my teenagers. Okay. Me and my house. Okay. You must be ready, young ladies and men, to be serious and pray, listen, and pay the price. It takes. See, this is what's wrong with a lot of our generation is they have no discipline. No, they have discipline for the things that they want to do. And then the parents, you let them do it. Okay. You can't just be their friend. I'm your parent. He's my best friend. I don't see that in the Bible. It's not there. But you see that you can love a person wrong. You can covet them so wrong 
When it's time for him to be a woman or man, they don't know how. They still attach to you. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. That's what's wrong with a lot of us as adults. You are meant to attach. Okay. Young people, there are still lands to conquer. There are still territories to acquire. See, that's how your mindset should be as a believer. Young. We had rulers in the Bible. Seven and eight years old. Rulers. Kings. All right. That's right. Josiah. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. I live up to that name. Hallelujah. Call it out. All right. There are still deep things in the spirit. When you have... And, and don't do this, y'all. When, there are still deep things in the spirit. Never have the I have arrived mentality. Don't have that I have arrived mentality. As much as teaching I know, I'm never going to have the I have arrived mentality. I can't be reached then. Okay. All right. Y'all learning something? All right. Okay. The moment you feel you have arrived, you are no longer relevant when God is moving. Okay? All right? You're no longer relevant when God is moving. Many believers are not willing to sacrifice to be prosperous in the kingdom. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Show me what you're willing to sacrifice to be truly anointed. It will cost you. Are you willing to do God's will? That's a question right there. No, I know you heard that, but are you willing to do God's will? Not your will. Jesus said, nevertheless. See, and that's another thing. People, you know, you have a lot of tragic things happen and you got all these, you know, super atheists and all these people saying, well, why pray? They done shot up all these people and why pray? Because you ask that question, why pray if they got killed? Mm. Why pray? Did your God hear you? Jesus said. Nevertheless, not my will, but thy will. And he went to the cross. Was that God's will for him to die a horrible death? Yeah, clearly. Because your ways are not like my ways. See, he, you would thought the word. You without the word, he heard him. He always, Jesus said, I know you hear me always. Did Lazarus die again? He did, didn't he? Okay. So things happen in the earth realm in time. Tragic things. Seemingly unjust. Unjust. 
What is his permissive will? See, we, we get so caught up. Don't pray. Because look at it. They came in the, in the church and shot up all those people. And they were in there praying. You're appointed to die, every last one of you. You just can't choose how you do it unless you commit suicide, which your life is not your own. But everybody is. You just don't know how. But it is a day coming, young or old. How is your heart right now? That should be the question. Marvel not. That you did all these wonderful things. Marvel that your name is written in the book of life. Marvel at that. That's what you should marvel at, he said. Amen? Amen. Glory to God. Woo! Here we go. Y'all all right? All right, good. Show me that person that's willing to sacrifice. Sacrifice can be a gift. Listen to y'all ain't listen, y'all ain't listen. If you're willing, <laughs> sacrifice can be a gift. Sacrifice, teacher, prepares you for an extraordinary oh, life. Oh. It prepares you. No, sacrifice prepares you. Y'all listening to me? Yes. For an extraordinary life. There is no shortcut to sacrifice. None. The blood must flow. The way to the throne is the cross. There's no other way. That's what Jesus said. He said, there is no other way. You're going to have to be nailed. Marred. Face. No other man face was marred as much as his. It said. Not even Emmett Till. It said, no other man. So you can't even imagine what you were seeing. Mm-mm. The sacrificial or the sacrificial dimension of diligence is that God will call you, watch this teacher, to go beyond your personal will. The sacrificial dimension of diligence is that God will call you to go beyond your will. Give him your all. Most of the time, we don't give him our precious. Whatever that is, only you know. Mm. 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 Show me a man who is no longer afraid of pain. And I'll show you a man that Satan cannot do anything Mm-mm-mm. Oh, my God. Watch this. Show me a man that is no longer afraid of pain. And I'll show you a man that same thing will. He is useless to the prince of darkness. When you master pain. You hear me, Kevin, back there. When you master pain. Ooh, I'm going to say it again. When you master pain, it is no longer, it can no longer touch you. 
and the devil will all do this for me. <sighs> See, this is why, why he all up in the body cry, because you're hurt. Because you feel pain. Mm -mm -mm. I'm going to help y'all. I'm going to help y'all. Okay. He no longer has access to you. Pain is his edge in your life. Glory to God, glory to God, glory to God. My goodness. Hold on. I had a little, little sticky side note. I want to make sure I got it right. Mm, I Y'all want a key? Y'all want a key to your success? Okay. Dropping keys everywhere. Watch this. I've been telling y'all to die to self, right? Yeah. I've been preaching that for a little while. I'm going to continue to preach that. This, this is why we're unfulfilled in the kingdom of God, because we haven't died to self. I'm coming, but, you know, it's all right. I'm, you know. Mm -mm, that's not fulfillment. Self is the system. Mm. No, y'all missing it. Self is a system. That Satan uses to enter you. Self is a system that he uses to enter you. This is why he said die to self. And it's sensual. It's lustful desires. It's nature. This is what he said. Self, you, yourself is a system that he uses to enter into you. This is where all your vices are. All your secrets are. It's in self. And he will use that to enter you. Oh, y'all know, just do a self-audit right now. You'll find out if you're still alive in here. He uses that. <sighs> Satan works with systems. And you are a system. It's just like programmable software. If you delete the system, he has no access to you. Self. This is why you should get comfortable in sacrificing. That's the only way you can do the will of God. So a lot of us, we're not doing the will of God because you refuse to sacrifice. You refuse to make yourself jump up on that altar and become a living sacrifice. You refuse to do that. So now the system that's in you is operational. And he has you deceived. Because you won't purge that system out. See, this is how he get us. And he deceives us. 
surely, Eve, you won't die. He just now invoked his system. Choice. Choice. See, you won't take God's system. What's the original system? His system is the counterfeit. But we, because of our emotions, because we're driven by that, keeps it intact. But you won't die to self. This is how he has access to you, generational, your children, everything on your bloodline. It's because you won't die to self. I got some more on that. Oh. You can give me 10 minutes. Can y'all last 10 more minutes? All right, man. (laughs) This is going to help some more of y'all too. The cave that you fear holds the miracle you're looking for. That cave you're seeking for and afraid of is where your treasure is. This is the place you must trust God for grace and roll that stone away and enter into that graveyard. This is what we won't do. This is why we're struggling. This is why you're struggling. Y'all hear that? Okay, I'm about to move on. Y'all taking my time. All right. I'm going to let y'all go. Y'all tired and hot. Y'all tired and hot. Can I get some water? All right. They're going to get it. Can I get a drink, y'all? <laughs> All right. How you doing back there, Josiah? All right, man. How you doing? All right. All right. Welcome, welcome. Everybody. Everybody welcome. Hallelujah. God has a perfect design. He said the steps of a good man are ordered. So if you're here today, you better go ahead, good man. He said the steps of a good man are ordered. Amen. That's anybody. Man, mankind, woman, everybody. All right. How many of us are willing to say? Esther 416. Esther 416. How many of us are willing to say this? I was hoping that he's going to the scripture back then. You got it? You all right, man of God? All right. Amplified. Esther chapter 4. I want to know how many of y'all are willing to do this. Go ahead. Go ahead. Esther chapter 4 at verse 16. Go. Gather together. 
<laughs> I just like the first part. Go. Go ahead. Gather together all the Jews that are present in Shushan and fast for me. And neither eat nor drink for three days, night or day. I also and my maids will fast as you do. Then I will go to the king, though it is against the law. Uh, and uh, if I perish, I perish. perish. And if I go to the world with the truth, if I perish, I perish. See, that's the kind of Christian you're going to have to be in these end times that are coming. You're going to have to make that choice. If I perish, I perish. But I'm doing the will of the Father. I'm fasting. I'm praying. I'm seeking God. This is supernatural. My goodness. My goodness. See, y'all, well, the church ain't used to supernatural. We're used to the natural. We, ain't, we don't even know what the supernatural. We don't even know that love is supernatural. See, we won't even operate that. No, we want diamonds and dust to fall out of the sky. We want that. The Bible said that the Antichrist has lying signs and wonders too. Everything that you see in church, that ain't God. I know. There you go. All right. See, when you come out the occult, when you come out of the darkness and into the light, I know darkness when I see it. That's not of God. Because I used to do that when I was in darkness. Somebody lying. Somebody ain't got the truth. See, this is what I, this is why I come to the body crowd. I'm like, what in the world? We, we got all these pagan holidays. What in the world? I was doing that, and I understood uh, the origins of it, the ritual, and all went behind it. And the church is doing it too? Lent is not in the Bible. Y'all wonder. Y'all want, you want, y'all want, see, you can't, I want to know how you're going to explain these things to God, because he's true. How are we going to explain? I have to take an account of what you're hearing, of what, you're, what I'm teaching. I have to take an account of that. I'm going to be judged at a higher. I better make sure I got it right. And as long as I got this, I can get it right. I'm going to be without excuse. Because if you was locked in a room and nobody else had any input, you wouldn't question the things that we questioned in church. Because you would read it for yourself and it would be the reality that you need. We don't do it. We veer because I told you, we don't know doctrine. We know dogma. We don't know doctrine. Paul says, as soon as I leave, Oh, raving wolves going to come in and change his whole fight with the with the Corinthians. And if he was about false doctrine in the church. Now, we always worried about the world. We look just like them. Here's a hint. If we are celebrating the same thing they're celebrating, 
Something's wrong. All right, last, 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 last Sunday was Valentine's Day. With a love it for the world. Ain't nobody even talking about it. Oh, they spent $5 billion on it, and they're spending this much on our pet. Nobody talking about it. But you got 1 Corinthians 13. True love is with God and man. Oh, we just... It, I ain't heard, I ain't seen a commercial, I ain't hear nobody talking about it, about love. Nobody. Not in y'all. <laughs> Mad at me. All right. Scripture. Men of God. Go to Second Peter. I'm watching. Go to Second Peter. Second Peter. One, we almost finished, y'all. All right, come on, y'all. I studied long and hard to give y'all what y'all need. It's going to change your life. When we meet God and be like, yep, we going on in. Lord, we, I told them everything you said. Even the things they didn't want to hear, I told them anyway. Come on in. They got it right. <laughs> Amen. Glory to God. Here we go. Go to 2 Peter 1, 4 through 7. This is the message. The body of Christ must be, listen, we must, we must be careful not to miss this very important key of the dimension of spiritual Diligence. Amen. Amen. Go ahead. Read, man of God. Second Peter chapter one at verse four. The scripture reads, by means of these, he has bestowed on us his precious and exceedingly great promises so that through them mm. you may escape by flight from the moral decay, the rottenness and corruption that is in the world because of covetousness. Ooh lust and greed and become sharers partakers of the divine nature verse 5 mm. for this very reason adding your diligence to the divine promises employ every effort in exercising your faith mm. to develop virtue excellence resolution christian energy oh. and in exercising virtue Develop knowledge, intelligence, verse 6. And in exercising knowledge, develop self-control. Okay. And in exercising self-control, develop steadfastness, mm. patience, mm. endurance. Mm. And in exercising steadfastness, develop godliness, oh. piety, verse 7. And in exercising godliness... Develop brotherly affection. Mm. And in exercising brotherly affection, develop Christian love. Oh, my God. That is such a beautiful expression of the heart of God. Man, I want to go. I could tell that whole, there's so much in there. But look what it produces, that diligence. It's productive. Your diligence is productive. 
If you're diligent, you'll have self-control. Jesus. It cannot be brought. There are certain wills you must dig yourself. See, people in America, this is what we love in church. We love prophecy. The church loves impartations. We love to receive. But there are personal wells that must be dug and fountains that must be broken. That takes sacrifice. And that, listen, and that is the price of death. What you want me to do? What you want me to do? All right. She said I have five minutes to close. Is that all right? Y'all okay? You ain't got nothing else to do? Ain't no games on? None. All right. That's the way I do it, baby. That's the way I do it, teacher. All right. Okay. Minister, go to. Go to uh, oh, shoot. Okay. I was going to tell us to read some more scripture down in there, but y'all got that one. Oh, oh. Okay. Real quick. Real quick, man of God. Stay there real quick. Go to verse 8. 8, 9, and 10. Real quick. At verse 8. For as these qualities are yours and increasingly abound in you, they will keep you from being idle or unfruitful. Unto the full personal knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Messiah, the anointed one. Verse 9. Stop, stop, stop. Now, see, y'all not doing y'all part. Because the word is telling you right there, the word can't lie. And if your life don't mirror that, something's wrong. You're not doing your part. You have a part to play. Okay, come on. At verse 9. For whoever lacks these qualities is blind, spiritually short-sighted, seeing only what is near to him, Mm. and has become oblivious to the fact that he was cleansed from his old sins. Verse 10. Because of this, brethren, be all the more solicitous and eager to make sure, to ratify, to strengthen, to make steadfast your calling and election. For if you do this, mm. you will never, thank you, Jesus, stumble or fall. fall. Never. That's in every facet of your life. Your work relationship, your family, everything. Okay, I, I'm going to stop right here. I'm going to stop right here. I'm sorry. I'm your full. That was, that was page 217. Uh, I can keep going, y'all. Okay, I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop. Pastor ain't got nothing to say. Something wrong. All right. All right. I'm done right here. Teacher, come on up and close me out. Come on up close me out. I'm done because where's her mic at? Yeah, there's her, there's her mic. I'm going to see. It's on. There you go. I'm going to let her close me out. Glory to God. Hey, teacher. Can we just give God a sacrifice of gratitude and just thankfulness for his engrafted word of God that's able to save our soul, our way of thinking, our emotions, our intellect, 
all of who we are. Pastor, you said something so through the Holy Spirit. He spoke through you so grand as he always does because his word itself is grand. I thank God. Until you begin to really experience the life of the word, you've never been able to live the life of the word. Hear me. If you never experience the life of the word, you will never be able to live the life of the word. We can no longer hear what the word of God is saying, but we must experience the life of the expression of the word. And the challenge that we're all having at some point in our life to live out the life of Christ is simply the promises. When you read, Pastor, the promises of God, I, I believe I said on last Tuesday, is that there is a word for every situation that you experience. There is a word, which means that there is a promise that whatever you're going through, that there is a promise that you are to come out. There is a promise for a remedy of what you're dealing with. There is an answer to your matter. There is an answer to your issue. Because he's given you a promise. And within the, within the life of Christ is all the promise that's held, look, and encapsulated inside of you. So much so that if you live a disciplined life, you will never stumble. You will never stumble. But we don't conceive that as a reality. I can't quite believe that. Because you haven't decided, you've never decided to sacrifice your life. I was talking to some ministers this morning and I said we all go through something in life. We all experience some kind of trauma. Some kind of major issue. But it's how ministers, how you respond to the issue. It's how you respond to the situation. It can be Depending on your response, it can be a trauma or a traumatic event, or it could just be an event. All what I experience in life, we all go through something. Physical abuse by my former husband. Emotional abuse. All the different things of life that you can say that was horrific. But Evangelist Cindy, it was how I responded to the event. How I responded to people and what they would say. But 
my belief started even with my natural father, what he had to say about me. I believed it. So it was nothing that you could say that I would believe. So I couldn't be hurt by what you said or didn't say or be offended because I believe what my father said about me. The problem is this is why you're still hurt and this is why your relationship's not working because you don't believe what your father said about you. I believe every word my father said about me. This very driveway is the place to where I was abused. Physically moved out. I jumped out and moved in van. This is, this is the driveway outside. Where I thought I was going to die. I cried for help. People looked at me and turned away. That same 7-Eleven across the street is the place that I, I used the phone to call 911. But it's truly the place for a believer when you get saved. Somehow, everything that you went through, this is the, I, I, hear, I hear you on the this is the Christian energy that comes up. Through my pain and, and my testing and my trial. This is, this is why James says, I count it all joy. I pull from my former pain. Because that's the place of my victory now. And this brings my Christian energy up. My endurance. Because the pain and the trials and tribulations, that was my testing, that was my training, that was my development. I don't find it hard to believe because I was trained to believe. Josiah, I was trained to believe. Being abused. Being stomped and kicked. Calling on my baby, which was only maybe 10. Working three jobs. And going to school. Diligent. Went to the police department. Norfolk police department called me while I was at work. My oldest daughter was molested by him. Being questioned, I went down there. I had an exam that day. To give a speech to over 35 people. I came back from the Norfolk Police Department. I, I stood and I gave that speech. And that speech was about my brother, whom I believe committed suicide. And the title of that speech was Enough is Enough.
You have to know how to respond to darkness. And I responded with all the promise of my father that he told me. And I know that they are yes and amen. I exercised his strength and his authority to the event. That's why I can say I didn't live a traumatic life. Tragedy presented itself. But I didn't receive it as tragedy. I received it as my training. And I well received it. And I surpassed it. And I refused to believe that the light that I was living was me. And I said, Father, this is not the way that you intended for me to live. But I was patient. He was building someone great. Someone that would, look, would have a testimony to tell you that you can do it also. I allow my light to shine so that you could see how to allow your light to shine, man of God. Terrence, there is an ability inside of all of us. Holy Spirit compelled. He guides, he directs, he gives insight. And we allow him to be our teacher. He will teach you how to have self-control. But in the training, because there will be another day to put it in practice, is that I call upon him. But that means I have to die to self daily. I don't need to satisfy my desire and wanting to speak. Those who have many words are foolish. A wise man say few words. Said you never stumble or fall. I can say that. When I decided to marry Christ. And no longer date him. This is what we're doing. We're dating Christ. There is not an option to fall. There is not a temptation to stumble. Because I'm diligent in my seeking. It's part, it's built in me to seek. How to be more loving. How to be more kind. It's a seeking that's built in me. To live the life of Christ. Maintain peace with the brother. Having more than enough. Look. That I need so I can have enough for you. And you and you and you. This is the only reason that we need to have more than enough. We thank you.
Heavenly Father, we thank you for the engrafted word. We thank you for your presence today, Holy Spirit. We thank you that you've moved on the minds and the hearts of the people of God. We thank you, Holy Spirit, that you are birthing, Father, a great nation in this neighborhood. Hallelujah. We thank you, Lord God, that we've already overcome the things of our flesh because today, Lord God, we have decided to die. We have decided to sacrifice, Lord God, ourselves. For your will in Christ Jesus. We thank you, Lord God, for your anointing today. We thank you for the man of God. We thank you for all the minstrels, Father. We thank you for the people of God came out seeking and desiring the truth. Warning, Father, to connect with you today, Father. And for that, we say we love you. We love you, Lord God, for your anointing. We love you, Lord God, for your authority and your power. We love you, Lord God, for the victory that you're giving to the house of God. We love you, Father, for this love that you love with us, Lord God. We love you for this peace that you left with us, Father, that surpasses our own understanding. And we commend our life today to you, Father, as we leave this place, but never your presence. Rest rule and abide in us, now, henceforth, and forever, Lord God. Let your name be praised. Let your name be praised. Let your name be praised forever and ever. For thou art God, you are our King and you are our Savior. El Shaddai, our all-blessed one, our great bearer and our hope in Christ Jesus. We say amen, so be it. Anyone that has their, their seed as a part of our worship as well, you can bring your seed at this time and just lay it on the table or we... You do it through the app and online, but this is also a time that you would give to the house of God. He said, bring your meat in, our, in his house so that you will have meat in your house. And he said, prove me. Prove me. If I won't pull out a blessing that you won't have room to receive. He said, prove him today. Glory to God. Go in peace. Shalom.